to the Lord for his good, for his mercy endures forever. Why did my Savior come to earth and to the lowly go? On a hillside so lonely, knelt Jesus one day, so wounded and weary, he went there to pray. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, the burden of my heart rolled away. Those are some of the songs that give us some insight to what people call Good Friday. Uh, the world is observing Good Friday. In Churches of Christ, uh, we observe the Lord's Supper on the first day of every week. And I'm thankful that time can be taken out of our busy routine to go back and think about what our Lord experienced through a crucial time in his life. The Last Supper, he sat around a table with his 12 disciples. He took bread, he broke it. He gave thanks, he said, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he took the cup and he said, this cup is the blood of the New Testament, drink ye all of it. The bread and uh, the cup, the fruit of the vine, would represent his broken body and his shed blood. After giving thanks for the bread and giving thanks for the cup, he informed uh, his disciples, the twelve, that one of them would betray him. Each of them, one by one, said, Lord, is it I? Think about this. Peter said it. James said it. John said it. Matthew said it. All of the disciples said it. Thomas said it. And even Judas said, Lord, is it I? And then Jesus said to Judas, what thou doest, go and do quickly. And Judas went and did what was in his heart. He betrayed the Lord for 30 pieces of silver. And then we find the Lord in the Garden of Gethsemane. He's praying, and you know the story, how he prayed earnestly three times. And on one of those occasions, the sweat fell from his brow like great drops of blood. Came back to the three disciples that he had taken with him, Peter, James, and John, and found them sleeping. And he said, did you not stay awake for one hour? And then he told them to watch and pray. And then the unevitable happened. Judas came with the soldiers and kissed our Lord on the cheek, betrayed him, and Jesus was arrested. He was taken from judgment hall to judgment hall. He was stripped of his clothes, stripped naked. He was slapped in the face. He turned around, blindfolded. And then um, they took a, a cat of nine whip tail and cat of nine tail whip. And that cat of nine whip tail had pieces of bone and glass in it that would sink into the victim's body. So I want you to think about that as our Lord is stripped naked, humiliated, ashamed, that whip going into his body and flesh coming out. He's bloody, he's bruised, he's beaten. And then he's forced to bear his own cross. 
of what scholars call the Via Della Rosa, which was a street that led up to that hill of horror, Golgotha. He's too weak to bear his own cross. Simon of Cyrene, a Jew who lives in northern Africa, was compelled to bear his cross. Think about it now. It's Friday. They drop him low. They stretch him wide. They put nails in his hand. They put nails in his feet. And they prop him up high. He's in between two criminals, two thieves, I believe. Suspended between the twilight of two worlds. Daytime turns to darkness. An earthquake. The graves of dead folk open. The temple is torn asunder. The curtain is torn in two. Jesus agonizing on the cross. Others seven last statements. One of the most touching statements to me is, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? I want you to realize that the just died for the unjust. The righteous died for the unrighteous. The God-man died for those who were ungodly. Jesus, on that Friday, gave up the ghost. They buried him, but I'm thankful that that was not the end of the story. And I'm sure that in most pulpits, even with this virtual worship, there's going to be a lot of shouting, a lot of, a lot of emphasis on the Resurrection Sunday in Churches of Christ. As I said earlier, we observe the Lord's Supper every first day of the week. So this is nothing new to us. We always commemorate what Jesus did while he was living and what he did on the cross and what God did through him on that early Sunday morning. But I'm thankful that we can preach and teach about a risen Savior. I'm thankful that he died for our sins. And so as we approach this this coming Sunday, as we do every Sunday, let's focus our minds on the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and what his suffering means to each of us. He died so that we might live. The Son of God became the Son of Man so that we might become children of God. Oh, what love. Oh, what matchless love that has been shown for you and for me. I'm praying that these thoughts will bless you on this day as we get ready to serve a risen Savior. May the Lord bless you, and may he bless you real good.